Welcome to Entitled, a new podcast about millennials by millennials. I'm your host, Gabe Salazar, and each week I'll be joined by my friends to talk about pop culture, current events, and social issues that affect us. Before we continue, make sure you subscribe to Entitled on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. <laughs> that was majestic. Thank you. I'm trying that. something new. I'm it trying was something great. new. I loved All right, it. perfect. Today I'm joined by my good friend Kevin to talk about the environment and how it's affecting our generation. So hi, Kevin. Hi. How are you? I'm doing swell. How are you doing? I'm just dandy. I'm enjoying this 57 degree weather <sighs> with the sunny, sunny, sunny skies. <laughs> I love that it's April and we're like... It's, yeah, it's mid-April it's and I'm wearing a parka. Yeah, and a turtleneck, which yeah, is I'm, lovely, I might, thank I you. might say. Thank you. But <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it, I'm too. tired of hiding my neck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of just wearing sweaters. But that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> so environmental issues are kind of prevalent right now mm-hmm. i'm just thinking about like last year we had that march for what is a march for climate change it was that march. it was a march for science march for yeah. science and then i think there was one it was like right after trump did some bs yeah. about the environment yeah. the people <laughs> gathered in dc um why do you think it's getting so much attention right now in terms of i guess in our generation yeah um i think for whatever reason, environmental protection and climate change is a political issue, which doesn't make any sense to me because, like, the environment does need protecting and the climate is changing. So why is there still an argument about it? Like, it's frustrating being a, like a science, like a science. Sci- I don't want to call myself a scientist, but a scientist in training who understands the data and understands right. the graphs and. I do have that little bit of skepticism, but I also am like able to be like, no, the empirical data is saying like humans are driving climate change. We're destroying our environment. Like it's happening and we do need to fix it. But there's still those people that are like, okay, but, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's infuriating because like in however many years when we don't have any, you know, environment left to enjoy, like, it's going to affect all of us, Republican right. or, or, or liberal. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a human issue. It's not a political issue in my eyes. So I guess we're trying to clean up the, I guess, the, the, the mess that the generations before us made. And I don't, I, it's interesting because I don't know why all of a sudden our generation is so um, into it. I guess it's trendy and aesthetically pleasing for our, our, our social media feeds, but right. Save um, the earth. Uh, yeah. Reusable everything. <laughs> Minimalism. <laughs> yes. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that it's sort of kind of, um, picking up momentum. So yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. What kind of like environmental issues do you think are m- most prevalent or like most talked about right now? Right now? Definitely. Like, Climate change is a huge one, and I think we're seeing the effects of it more and more every year. And mm-hmm. I think that that's something that kind of people can understand relatively easily. Um, it's getting it's getting hotter, so obviously the climate's changing. But I think recently too, I've seen a lot of people starting to care about um, like garbage, just like garbage waste and, yeah. and and plastic waste, which is really cool because I think that that is really some a really tangible. <clears throat> um, thing that you can you can see like you, if you start cutting down on your waist like you can see like oh i'm right. throwing less stuff away whereas like it's harder to be like i'm using less gasoline in my car therefore less you know acid rain and less you know greenhouse gas emissions like so, right that's not as visible the right. results of it yeah 
so yeah i think those are the two that i'm seeing a lot of which is cool yeah no i was reading an article in one of my classes and it was talking about like this ocean of trash right in the middle of the atlantic or like somewhere in the pacific it's something maybe it might be in both and i was just stunned i was disgusted it is disgusting there is literally enough garbage to make like artificial islands yeah in the middle of our oceans and i'm just like that is gross it's awful and it sucks because that is sort of like i like to see it as like nature kind of laughing in our face because the reason that 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 is happening is because like the ocean currents just so happen to form this like almost like a whirlpool in the center Mm -hmm. of the pacific ocean so any plastic that ends up in the ocean is going to follow those currents and eventually just accumulate into this island and so earth is like dude you all suck. You're throwing plastic in our oceans. Like, here's the physical evidence. And everyone's like, I don't see it. So. <laughs> it's like, out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. It, do- it, do- it doesn't. It's harmful, though. And I hate yeah, it. Yeah. Like, one of the things that happens is that the fish eat it, mm-hmm. right? And then we eat the fish. Right. And then now we have plastic in our bodies. That's yeah. just probably doing something bad. It's, but we don't know. Because exactly. it's, been, it's a recent kind of thing happening. And who knows, our children might have, like, mm-hmm. five eyes, seven <laughs> legs. I wouldn't doubt that. Like, I, I read something recently. First off, I read a study that said that I think it was, like, 90% of plastic water bottle or water in plastic water bottles across a bunch of different brands contained, like, microplastics, meaning, like, oh my God. nine out of ten water bottles have bits of plastic that you're drinking that you might not be able to digest that are going to get accumulated in your tissue and you're going to have a certain amount of plastic in your body, which is disgusting. Yeah. Like disgusting. And um, then there was another thing I read and, oh, what was it? Oh, it was about um, some crazy high percentage of people have some chemical in their blood that is like a byproduct of plastic, which is so gross because you think like, oh, you don't think about, what happens to the plastic water bottle after right. you throw it away? You're like, it's getting recycled. Like, out, like you said, out of sight, out of mind. But like, there's so many bad consequences to things that we just use on a daily basis that we don't think about. So we're literally turning into plastic. We, what you're telling. <laughs> we are literally turning into like Barbie dolls, <laughs> which I'm not mad at because she looks good. Oh, she looked good. Ken <laughs> looks good. I don't. I mean, if I ended up looking like Ken in ten years. I, I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Have you encountered like climate change deniers that are our age? Because I know there's a lot of people that are older that are like, "Yeah, like it's not real. The ice caps are melting because that's just what's supposed to happen." But have you ever encountered like people our age that are like, "Nah, that's not real." <laughs> um, I haven't. I'm not gonna say they don't exist because they do. But I think I'm really fortunate to be able to be in this in this institution that does value education so thoroughly. So the people that I don't think anyone I've talked to outright says climate change doesn't exist. I think the people I've talked to mainly say, like, I don't understand it. Right. Which is different. Like, that's completely different because that indicates a willingness to learn, which is awesome. Um, But I think like being a science major, like a lot of the people I've spoken to like get it. Mm -hmm. And I I, I think with, with, with stuff like climate change and and different topics like that, that require a scientific background, like 
there's a level of just kind of like accepting it, even if you don't necessarily understand every single mechanism right. and every single bit of data. Like, I'm not going to sit here and I don't have my PhD in meteorology. I don't understand, you know, all the thermodynamics that goes into, you know, greenhouse gases and mm-hmm. all the chemistry that goes into all that. But like, I I am able to make my own decision based on the empirical data that I've seen. And I think um, a lot of my peers have done the same. Um, so while I hope, I hope to, to whoever's out there, God, please just <laughs> let me talk to you about it. Um, I mean, there's definitely deniers, but I haven't had the pleasure of <laughs> meeting them. So pleasurable. Oh, it's pleasurable. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think it's, um, a lack of education that kind of drives people into really outright denying it without listening to the other side. Yeah, I mean, I think it's twofold. I think there's the lack of education of, like, I keep talking about, like, empirical data. I think there's a lack of education in understanding what scientific data means, but then I think there's also just a lack of education of, like, hey, of, of almost, like, societal norms mm-hmm. of, like, okay, like, do you really need the plastic bag when you go shopping? Like, okay, do you really think that a $30 reusable water bottle is too expensive? Like, it's a, I think it's a scientific and a social issue in the sense that right. we need to kind of restructure the way our society views di- like different things that degrade our environment. But we also need to be able to, to show people the science behind it and have people understand it. I'm just like, I'm thinking about how like different identities coming into play, like socioeconomic status oh, yeah. and like how you know, people in those like lower income communities maybe might not be conscious of, you know, ways that you can mm. be environmentally friendly because I feel like one, there's, a, you know, lack of education maybe or lack of access or like lack of money to be able to buy that $30 water bottle yeah. because that might be their you know meal for the totally. night. Totally. You know, so I also feel like sometimes people put blame on those people oh, just yeah. because of that, but you know, you can't help it. Exactly. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think like, um, that's not people, some people it's, it's awesome if you have the platform to do those things. Like it's awesome if you can bring your jars to the whole foods and buy right, bulk right. beans and buy organic soaps and all that <laughs> fun stuff. But like at the end of the day, there are some people who that's not their priority. Their priority is to survive and provide right. for their family. And I'm never going to clock someone. I'm never going to be like, you can't spend the extra $3 on unpackaged soap. Wow. But like, cause that's not their priority. Like right. that's a priority of mine and I'm not going to clock someone on that. Exactly. Sometimes I think that being environmentally conscious or like env- environmentally friendly is a luxury. Mm. Cause like I'm, I'm, I wouldn't, I'm not low income. My family's, you know, pretty is doing okay. But like, even then I'm like, I could, you know, spend a little bit more on like this reusable thing, or I can just get like a pack of 40 water bottles for like $6. Like which one is easier for me Right. right now? Yeah. I think like the upfront cost of being environmentally conscious or environmentally like secure or whatever is more, but I think the payoff is better. And I do think you do save money in a lot mm-hmm. of different areas, but no, you're, you're absolutely right. It is. And I'm like, I'm, I'm on a budget. Like I'm a baller on a budget. Right. So like, like a broke college kid. Out here, <laughs> like. So like, I get it. I feel you. So 
but yeah, totally. Like all the reusable things I've gotten are like from events. That from I events, got yeah. Free. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, give me. I'll be using that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so it's convenient when you have that access and like have that privilege to be able to do that. Totally. But when you don't, like, I don't think people should put it against them. Like, don't be an asshole. No, I agree. I agree. And another thing is like a lot of conversation is about like who is you know to blame and yeah. then who is supposed to fix all of this like and one thing is that people are like oh the government should do it it's always a battle between like the government and then like the individual right and uh, for me that doesn't make sense because i feel like you need both yeah to kind of solve these issues because you need the power of like the legislative power of let's say congress or whatever i'm not gonna trust the president because you don't <laughs> messed up everything uh, <laughs> national geographic has like a running like list of the things he's messed up oh or like things God. he's done that are negative to the environment it's like paris 20 pulling out of the pa- paris Stop. 20 conference and then like pulling back like uh regulations for like the parks or whatever I'm oh just, my like, god it was literally like, the little scrolly thing was like that for anyone oh who can't god. see i'm literally like pinching my fingers <laughs> almost touching um it's horrible but what do you think about like that whole situation like do you think it's the responsibility of one group versus the other or is it you know do you need both um that's a really good question i think um i think you it's sort of like an all hands on deck kind of thing so i do think it falls on the individual i do think it falls on the government but i think a lot of things people aren't paying attention to are companies like yeah why is there no why is there no um legal um what's the word i'm looking for penalty for you know, not being sustainable in, mm. in your, in the way that you create a product. Why is there no, um, sort of like, uh, policies in place, like for companies that make disposable products to ensure that they get adequately recycled or disposed of? Like, right. I think there's, there's the individual, there's the government, but there's also the corporation. That is so interesting yeah. because I was just thinking about it. Like, I was at H&M the other day and they had this, they have like their whole conscious collection mm-hmm. and like their initiative to like, if you bring your own clothes back, um, you get a discount, right. you know, so then they can recycle the fabric. And I was just thinking about like the power that millennials have in terms of influencing these oh companies. God, yeah. Like if you think about it, like everyone's always writing about how millennials are either destroying some company or right. like killing a company or like <laughs> companies are listening to what we're saying and how we're becoming more socially conscious. And yeah. now they're kind of, following in our in our footsteps and they're like oh now we have this initiative or like we have this like a lot of fast fashion i'm just speaking because that's what i kind of know um a lot of fast fashion and industries and companies like h&m zara uniqlo all have like initiatives that are targeted towards the environment and how you know if you bring like h&m you bring clothes in we'll recycle it you know we're trying to make our workers like whatever whatever another one is pvh who has their whole sustainable thing it's just like I feel like sustainability has kind of turned into like a trend. Yeah. And the thing with trends is that they come and go yeah. and like I hope it doesn't go. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like that's and I feel like that's a lot that's the same kind of mood for a lot of these like movements within mm-hmm. companies. It's yep. like, oh, I'll, we'll support women just for this, you know, right. for the next right, right, six right. months. No, I agree. I agree. But I feel like for the environment it's so important that like these companies like stick with it because they 
I feel like they're one of the biggest perpetrators in like polluting mm-hmm. the in the environment on the oh, largest yeah. scale. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think there needs to be accountability for where the products they create come from, but also where the products they've created go. Right. So like where 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 does the you know where does the where do the resources come from, but also like what it's gonna happen to the product when when the consumer's done with it. You right. Know? So and I think the easiest way to do that is just make products that are biodegradable or make products that are easily, you know, compostable. Mm-hmm. Stop using plastic every chance you can get. You know what right. I mean? So Yeah. So like what are ways that like people our age are being more like environmentally conscious because i know there's a lot sometimes there's cynicism yeah within (laughs) our within our group of you know people where it's like oh me recycling isn't going to do anything like you have a bunch of documentaries that say like it you know it does make an impact or it doesn't so like how are people you know i think what's really enriching to see is um all of just the social media that is like being used so positively. Like I, I followed, I think I followed like two accounts that I were like, I was interested in following because they were like a little more of like the zero waste environmental like posts. And I like seeing that on my timeline so I can like be reminded of it. And then I was getting like suggestions for like all of these different accounts Mm -hmm. I never would have seen before. And I think like, it's so cool to see this movement gaining so much traction because it's so easy to permeate the information through the culture yeah, through social media. And I, I, I think, you know, you, you did a whole episode on social media. I don't need to <laughs> talk about that, but you, it's, it's good when it's used for good. And I think yeah, it's just a great way to connect people because I don't think environmentalism is something a lot of people think about. I think a no, lot of people yeah. think about like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm against racism or like I'm against, you know, um, uh, you know, sexism, but yeah. like no one's like, I'm against people polluting the earth. They don't, I feel like they don't see it as like a human right. rights issue. No, you're right. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool to see just any exposure through mm. any, you know, social media platform. So, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> um, rant. No, I love it. So moving forward with like, trying to change the world, trying to preserve our earth while we're here. Um, how can like our generation and like future generations, you know, do to kind of breathe life back into our yeah. environment? Um, I think I have a couple things actually. I think the main thing is like, it's called voting with your dollar. So, mm-hmm. you know, buy products from companies that align with your values. Like, okay. so like my phone case is like, made from plant-based plastic it's compostable it's biodegradable and plug it plug it it's the company this is the (laughs) (laughs) this is the pila case um p-e-l-a um they're great they're cool i got my phone case super quick um yeah so 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 you know look at the company dissect it a little like where do they get um their resources from where are they going and and you know is it is it worth it to you? Like, cause mm-hmm. when you start funding these companies, they're going to be able to do more and more and they're right. going to start to be able to make their products cheaper. So whether that's like your phone case or your water bottle, or I don't know, like your like pencils or your makeup or your whatever straws, your I, straws. I saw like, a, there's a whole documentary on oh, ha- the negative me. impact on straws. Started on straws. I so can't. my sister bought my whole family, um, 
Reusable straws. Yeah, reusable oh, straws. I love reusable straws. The metal ones. The and me- it comes oh, with little cleaners. With the brush. Yes! <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, just, like, do some research. Figure out some easy things you can get rid of. Right off the top of my head, switch to bamboo toothbrushes. Get a reusable water bottle and bring your own bag when you go to the supermarket. Those are not, you know, inconsequential things that you can right. do. And then... What I think is great is once you start seeing yourself making these decisions and making these conscious efforts to be a little more responsible in what you consume, like it permeates into other decisions. Cause mm-hmm. like then you're gonna be like, Oh, well, what if I brought my own jars and my own bags to the bulk section of the of the supermarket? Or what if I went to the farmer's market mm-hmm. and bought, you know, my my produce from there? Or you're gonna be like, What if I made my own deodorant, which I've done and it's How 10 out of 10 I would recommend. It's really cool. It's it, it smells lovely. I do need to reapply a little more often, but Mother Nature doesn't care. So, yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, and there's companies out there, like, you can buy, like, package-free soaps and deodorants and stuff mm-hmm. from, like, Lush. Like, Oh, my God. When I have the money for Lush, uh, I go in. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Listen. So, yeah, there's a, lo- there's a whole, like, subculture of of people like it's literally as easy as going on youtube and searching like zero waste and like you'll get hundreds of thousands of videos of like easy stuff you can do so yeah awesome very awesome hopefully people will follow that yeah and you know we'll take the steps to clean up our earth yeah what's that song by michael jackson heal the point i'm not gonna sing it Don't do that. Okay. Like, you're gonna go, oh, man, in the mirror. (laughs) I start. Nope. I do not have the voice for it. Oh, wow. My audio engineer just threw shade at me. Love it. Um, (laughs) Okay. My last question is Mm -hmm. uh, What do you feel entitled to? Um, I feel entitled to. uh, I'm gonna sound like such a hippie, but I feel entitled, (laughs) you know, to companies and corporations being honest in their um their practices so whether that be who they hire or um what they make and what they you know use to make it um i'm talking a lot about companies today i'm just so mad at (laughs) private sector corporations they're the worst they are (laughs) so yeah i guess like i guess yeah just just i i deserve transparency when i'm buying a product and um you know, I deserve to um, be an environmentalist and not get any flack for it. Yeah. So, yeah. Not be called a freaking hippie. Yeah. And <laughs> it's 100 degrees when it's literally winter and spring I, and summer the next day. I took an environmental anthropology course and there were we went over kind of this like timeline that a bunch of scientists created. And like, I think they said, like, by the time our grandkids are born they won't be able to play outside in the summer because it's gonna be way too hot which is crazy oh my god they're gonna be like fried little chicken nuggets think about it (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm i just want to say this i'm entitled to not being 50 percent fisher price toys i don't (laughs) want that i get played enough i was like (laughs) i was like what and i was like oh plastic <laughs> i got yeah. played enough in my lifetime being 100 percent organic if you take anything away from this podcast please just know that plastic is the worst thing on the planet it's so gross yeah i was re- in the same article i'm okay this is a rant they literally say like you can't really you can't 
destroy plastic. You can't. You can't. And like to make new plastic, you have to literally like, you can't recycle plastic. Yeah. Like, you can you recycle really... it like once or twice. Yeah, and, and then that's that, it. Broken yeah, down forever. And then it, it doesn't. It doesn't biodegrade. Like so, people are like, oh, it takes a thousand years for a shopping bag to like biodegrade. But like, yeah, it biodegrades into like teeny tiny little, little particles. Of little... Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna just... put the link of this article because it done... it messed me up when I read it. No, yeah, on, do on it. The, whatever the bio or the do description. It. But thank you so much, Kevin, for this riveting conversation about the environment. Thank you for letting me critique the entire society that we live in. Of course. That's what we do. We're entitled <laughs> that. to that. Just pick it apart. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're unpacking things. Oh. <laughs> but there's better be no bubble wrap in the box no bubble that we're wrap. unpacking no. from. <laughs> Biodegradable. Um, Lush has those. Biodegradable. Oh. um packing peanuts that you can eat so oh my god yeah that was like they when i first started working they were like eat one that's like that was kind of their <laughs> hazing thing hazing. yeah they're like eat one i said okay that's great they I taste like that. cheetos without the cheese okay i so mean like I a like pop. Che- cheetos are just cheese covered packing peanuts. yeah <laughs> that's another episode <laughs> join me next week i'll be back on entitled to talk about cheetos <laughs> oh god i need to stop <laughs> Um, I want to I want to thank you again, Kevin. Of course, of course. I want to thank you, Chris Tenov, uh, my audio engineer, who threw a little bit of shade at me, but it's okay. Thank you, Chris. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you to the interactive multimedia department at the College of New Jersey for letting me do this. You're amazing. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Woo! Yay!